Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. Say, I'm ready to hear. Then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, do what you do when you do what you do because you do it so well. Speak to us now. We are ready to hear and we are ready to walk in what you have ordained. In Jesus' name, I just want you all to take 60 seconds and worship right where you're at. Take 60 seconds and worship right where you're at. Take 60 seconds and worship right where you're at. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 He wants to hear your voice. He wants to hear your worship. He wants to hear your praise. Somebody say he wants to hear me. I see some of our digital family that's traveled here. I see Virginia. I see Chicago in the building. Would y'all make some noise for our digital family that's in the building? And if I miss you, I love you. Y'all ready to go to work? Let's go to work. Our series has been Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God is with us. And listen to me, through the last 12 months, whether you knew it or not, whether it felt like it or not, God has been with you. How do you know? Because what other people lost their mind in, you finally got your mind together. What other people threw in the towel on, you took that towel, squeezed the sweat out of it, and started your second whim. In other words, somebody say, God has been with me. 
Even since you were little, can I be honest with you? The Lord has always been with you. How do you know that? Because even when you were a child, God guided you through things that other people struggle with. God got you through things that other people had issues with. God allowed for you to conquer what other people went crazy in. Can we just tell the truth about your story? If people knew the hell that you've been through, they would understand why you are so radical today. They weren't there in the moments where you were crying, but God came and comforted you. They weren't there in the moments you were suicidal but God came in and comforted you they weren't there when you had the bottle of pills ready they end it all but God was Emmanuel somebody say he's been with me this is the last message of 2020 and you're about to be reloaded with 52 weeks 365 days 8,765 hours 525,948 minutes 31,556,926 seconds Somebody say, I'm about to hit a reset. Uh, 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 and your next 12 will be your best 12. You say, Bishop, why do you keep having me to say that? Life and death are in the power of your tongue. And if you sit there not saying them, that's exactly what you're going to get in your next 12. But I wish a sucker would deprive me of what the hell I had to go through to pay in advance for what I'm about to walk in. Open your mouth, say, my next 12 will be my best 12. Say it again, say, I know it will. So listen, 2020 was the year of all things new. Zero in biblical numerology, it means all things new. It's not a new beginning. New beginning, if you think of the figure eight, it has some level of connection to what was before. But all things new, zero, means that everything's going to be new. Now, here's the problem. Somebody say, here's the problem. We knew the what. We didn't know the how. Because here's what God did to your life in 2021. You had all your stuff set up. You had all your stuff planned. It looked like all the puzzle pieces were coming together. You, you had everything ready to go. Everything was where it needed to be. And then all of a sudden, God did this. I wish you acted like that's what happened to you. And the only things you were left with was masks and some sanitizer. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. He cleared the table. But here's what I need you to know. He was preparing the table for your 2021. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You ain't sitting next to somebody that can believe. I need you to say he cleared the table. Say he did it quickly and violently. Say, but I'm ready now for my best 12. That, that's, 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 that's what happened. See, we knew what he was going to do. We just didn't know how he was going to do it. He cleared the table. Somebody say he cleared the table. And the little bit you thought you had left on the table... The, the people you thought you could depend on. This, okay, y'all ain't gonna talk. The, the folks that you thought were your friends and were your family. and the, uh, the little bit you had left. He wiped that away too. Somebody say he wiped the table. Somebody say he wiped the table. And so for many of you, this is where certain areas of your life felt like. All of your plans scattered. Oh. You thought you'd be in a new city by now, but you... You thought you'd have a new job by now. You thought you'd have a new business by now. You, you thought your relationship would not be going through those same cycles and... S Am I talking to anybody? 
so, so we knew. I told you 365 days ago. This is going to be a year where all things are new. And in January, you was good. February, you were amazing. In March, let me get that up off of you. Let me put you in isolation for a little bit. Let me violently disrupt your normal routine to where you don't even have the same sleep patterns, the same sleep habits. You used to be a social butterfly now, even though you can be around people, you're so used to being by yourself, you seem to enjoy your... I know it was gonna be new, but don't. This, 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 this. God, I'm left, I'm left with all my stuff scattered. And my question is, what do I do now? Because see, I got all of this stuff that's scattered over here. Matter of fact, stuff way over there. Is it worth the reach? Is it worth trying one more time? Because everything I thought was supposed to work, it's not working. I wish you would open your mouth and say, God, wipe the table. He, he, that's, that's what he did, March. He, he just wiped the table. And there were areas of your life that looked like this. And they felt like that. Catch it. They looked like this, but they felt like that. Nothing's where it's supposed to be. Nothing's going like it's supposed to go. You went from just being a mom to a mom, the lunch lady, the dean, security guard, counselor. In fact, what really made it bad is you're used to winning. And 2020 threw some stuff at you where no matter how hard you fought, you couldn't seem to get the same level of victory where the honest people at that you'd acquired before. But he kept his promise. All things new. I just didn't tell you how I was going to do that. But he cleared it. Somebody say he cleared it. Say, but say, say this, say to prepare it because, because he wanted to package you in a new set of colors. Yeah, he, he wanted to change. You're going to get it. He wanted to change everything about you. So the fastest way to do it was to make everybody go through the same thing at the same time. And I need you to know you're sitting next to a survivor. You're sitting next to somebody that had areas of their life wiped out like this, but God, I need everybody on three to holler, but God. I... Look, look, look. God says, I want to bring some order to your life. So the ram's horn is blown when order is coming. It means there's some things that are out of order that I'm going to bring into order. And you weren't going to pay attention to it with all of this. Could it be that what you call your success became a distraction? Could it be that what you call your business became a distraction? So God says, I need to bring some order to your life. Don't sleep on this pink and lime green. Them the new colors. Don't, don't sleep. But then he said, I needed to, I needed to give you. I needed to give you a key. 
Uh -huh. Here, come hang this in here. Back. Uh -huh. I, I needed to give you some authority. Yeah. Yeah, all the way up. I needed to give you some authority. Somebody say authority. authority. See, I needed to bring order, but, but then there's some stuff I needed to give you authority in, and there's some stuff, thank you, that I needed to give you access to. And I couldn't give you new access with old attitude. So what I had to do was I had to break you down in some areas where you got too arrogant, you got too prideful, you got too self-sure. Somebody said he, he, somebody, somebody said he, uh, he cleared the table to prepare the table. This is the, this is, this is the beverage of God. No, I'm drinking no more. Don't tell Pepsi lovers, don't tell say nothing. Because y'all probably got Android phones too. I'm just messing. Y'all know it's all love. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's stuff that God says, I'm not giving you regular. What I'm going to give you is custom. It's going to have your name on it. Some of y'all can't see. This ain't just Coke. That's Bishop Foreman Coke. Y'all ain't understand what's up. Go real close. Go real close. Get as close as you get. Get as close as you get. Uh-uh. What are you saying? God made all things new because in your next 12, what you sit in is going to be custom made for you. It's going to be tailor made for you. You ain't going to have to deal with no more fake love and fake friends. God's preparing some people just for you that are custom for you. Somebody say, this is custom. Okay, that's custom, but then there's another one, though. See, May 20, 2006, that's the day that we founded from scratch with nothing. And we've been on a 14-year journey. And why, oh, why am I telling you that? Because all of your life is about to make sense in your next 12 months. In other words, the date that you began some things, for years you didn't understand it, it did, you didn't comprehend it, you couldn't understand why. In fact, you felt, here it is, like you wasted years of your life, like you even wasted decades of your life. But in your next 12, God says, you're going to understand why you had to go through everything you went through. Why your daddy did you like that? Why your mama did you like that? Why you had to experience that? Somebody say, it's about to make sense. What else is in here? What else? It's in here. Wait a minute. You were too shy. See, this is Scar. See, he pretends to be strong. There's a difference between faking it until you making it and doing it because I am it. In other words, the Bible says that God will make you the righteous or as bold as a liar. In other words, can you be honest that 2020 gave you a boldness in some areas you didn't have before? You started praying for stuff in 2020 you never thought you'd pray for. You started doing things you never thought you'd do. Why? You were forced to be bold. You were forced to step out. You were. I need you to open your mouth say, I'm bold. Say, I'm bold. Say, I'm bold. What else? What else is in here? Uh, what is this hammer for? What is this 
hammer for? Where? Somebody say, what is the hammer for? Where's my wood? Because uh, while he was clearing the table and preparing the table, he said, you used to taking this to tear stuff up. I wish there were some honest people. Matter of fact, some of you, you're scared to have good stuff. Do you do realize there's something called the struggle of success? See, there's a struggle of failure, there's a struggle of success. And sometimes when you're used to seasons of failure in your life, when you begin to succeed, that's a different type of struggle. Because that pressure is heavier. That's like the difference between muscle versus fat. When you start winning, that pressure is heavier because it weighs more. You're used to tearing stuff up. You're mad, you're angry, you're upset. But God said, but this next 12, you're used to tearing stuff up. You're going to start. What am I doing? Baby, I'm building something. What am I doing? <laughs> Baby, I'm working on something. What am I doing? I took what was broken pieces, and I took what was messed up and toe up and jacked up, and I'm building something. What are you building? The best 12 months of my life yet. What are you building? I'm taking what the enemy meant for evil and I'm turning it for God's glory. God's going to get the glory out of what I've been through. Open up your mouth. Say, I'm building something. And then this brings me to what your 2021 is going to be. Some of you, there were parts of your life. I got a lot of props tonight. Some of you, you were used to your life being set on fire. Right? Like, God, it seems like the moment we make some progress in this marriage, here she go. You ain't going to say nothing to me? The moment we make some progress in this relationship, here he go. The moment I make some financial progress... Here come an 800 number, I don't know. The moment I make some business progress and really think I got a team I can work with and some people I can work with, then all of a sudden it's set on fire. Can anybody relate to that? Can we be honest? There's several areas of your life that in the last 12 months it felt like this, like that joker was on fire. That's hot. Could it be that the fire that was set was designed not to tear you down? But could it be that the fire that was set was so that you would set it off? Uh-uh, uh-uh, we'll catch it in a second. It's super simple, but I need you to get it. Jeremiah, at one point in his life, Jeremiah said, God, I'm sick of this. 
I'm sick of these people. I'm sick of dealing with these issues. I can't take no more. Matter of fact, God, I don't even want to speak your name anymore. I don't want to say your name anymore. I don't want to worship. I don't want to pray. I don't want to do none of that. This was a prophet. This was a man of God. Have you ever gotten, you can be honest with me. Let's be honest. Have you ever gotten to the point to where you'd say to God, God, I love you, but this is a lot. Where the honest people at? God, I love you, but I can't stand some of your people. Let's talk. God, I love you, but if another ninja come up in here talking, so okay, y'all let go. Jeremiah said, I can't take this no more. He said, I'm over it. I'm done. And if you're honest, there's some things in your life in 2020, that's what your confession was. I'm done. You started quitting stuff because of people who weren't the reason why you started. You started getting discouraged by people who have never built anything. Never take constructive criticism from someone who can't construct. Everybody has an opinion, but just because they can talk doesn't mean it's worth nothing. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You, you hear Jeremiah said, I'm over it. I'm done. And when he says that, Jeremiah said, I'm not even going to say the name of the Lord anymore. People ask you, you am I a believer? I'm spiritual. I don't even want to say the name of the Lord anymore. I don't even want to say the name of the Lord anymore. Can we be honest tonight? I'm going to preach in a minute. I'm just setting you up. Have you ever been to that place in your walk with God to where you were like, God, I'm done. Can you be honest with me? Online, can you do the hand wave emoji in the building? Can you just wave your hand? And here's what's crazy. You knew you were lying. You already knew you was just talking because you were emotional. You already knew that you was going to be at church that next morning. You already knew. But in that moment, that's what you felt like. And Jeremiah said, God, I can't even say your name anymore. But right when Jeremiah was to the end of it, the Bible says that Jeremiah said, when I was ready to give up, it was just like fire that was set off in my bones. What are you trying to say, Bishop? I'm trying to say whatever you felt like was on fire around you was to start a fire in you. I'm going to say it again. Whatever you felt like was on fire around you was to start a fire in you. You. somebody say in my next 12 I'm going to set it off so let me tell you what you're going to be doing for the next 365 days the term set it off it means this it means a decorative embellishment it means number one it's like you add something to it to give it some pop you know it's, it's a decorative embellishment you know ladies you know how you, you add all kind of stuff to give it a decorative embellishment and you got all this stuff on this table and then you add some give me some add some give me some add some not that, though. I don't know. I don't know. What we got? Okay. Give me that box. There you go. Uh-huh. All right. Set that on the table. <laughs> Move that out of the way. Hold on. Matter of fact, let's just set the whole thing in a whole nother way. We're going to set that there, and then let's do this here. Because it's a decorative embellishment. In other words, I got to make sure that when people see it, it's right. In other words, God's not going to let nobody see me not right. In other words, 
even when I'm undone, he's going to cover me so that when people see it, they only see the final product. Let's go. When people see it, they're only seeing it nice. They're only seeing it put together. In other words, God says, I'm going to set you up in your next 12 so that when people see you, they're not going to know the hell you've been through. You're going to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You have walked through the fire, but you don't smell like fire. You don't look like fire. Matter of fact, when people get around you, they say, my God, you're just an amazing person. And you tell them, baby, do you know what I had to go through to get here? In other words, somebody said, God's going to set me off. You're going to look good when people see you. And for many of you, this is why he's been having you get things together behind the scenes. So that, watch this, there's nothing you have to worry about when he puts you on the stage. There's nothing you have to worry about when he sets you off. His next thing. His next thing. It means to start a journey. Say start a journey. Okay, there's some journeys that you're about to start in your next 12. What does that mean? There, there's some things that God says you weren't doing in your last 12 that you're going to start in your next 12. See, for some of you, there's a book you've been talking about writing for years. In your next 12, you're going to get it done. Don't y'all play with me. For some of you, you've been talking about getting out of debt for years. But in your next 12, you're going to get it done. Why? I'm starting a journey. For some of you, it's going to be your fitness. In your next 12, you're going to be at your best level of health ever. When people see you, they're going to see you like a decorative embellishment. They're going to say, how in the world are you here? Somebody say, I'm starting a journey in my next 12. Listen to this. Next two definitions. It means to call someone to start doing something. Listen to me. There are people that are waiting on you to act before they act. Can I give you a Bible just to back this up for a moment? When Abraham, uh, the Lord gives Abraham an instruction, and he says to him, I want you to go sacrifice your son Isaac, the one you prayed for, the one I promised you, I want you to sacrifice him. I want you to start your journey up this mountain, and when you start your journey up this mountain, I want you to sacrifice Isaac. So Abraham the whole time thinks that God wants him to sacrifice his son. What Abraham doesn't know is when he starts his journey, what does he do? He sets off a ram on the other side of the mountain. What are you talking about, Bishop? The scripture says that as Abraham's going up one side, there's a ram coming up the other side. In other words, when you start, it starts. I'm going to see if I can say it another way. When you start, it starts. For some of you, your provision ain't going to show up until you file the paperwork. Let's go. For some of you, nothing's going to start until you start. There are some things you're waiting on God to do that God says, I'm not doing until you take a step. And for those of us in this building and online that are ready to take that step in our next 12, I just need you to stand up and just step, take one step. It's a prophetic gesture. If you don't want to do it, sit there. But for those of us that say, I'm about to start a journey. And when I take a step, God's going to make somebody else take a step with me. Somebody say, I'm stepping out. Say it again, I'm stepping out. Be seated, watch. Many times you wait on God to provide before you obey. And God says, you obey and then I'll provide. So Abraham takes a step. And as Abraham takes a step, at the same time, on the other side of the mountain, God sends a ram up. In other words, there are things, people, places, things, and ideas that are waiting on you to take action. You're waiting on somebody to call you. God says, I'm waiting on you to send an email. You will have no clue who's been waiting on you to reach to them. And when you reach to them, they'll have something prepared for you. Make this declaration and say, when I start, something else is starting. That's going to meet me in the middle. Come on, y'all. Say, when I start, something else is starting. That's going to meet me in the middle.
right, here's the last thing. This is the one I want to deal with. To cause a series of things to occur. To cause a series of things to occur. So here it is. If we were to look at this, and I was to show you this description. I'm almost done. We can look very closely at this man named Ezekiel. Everybody say Ezekiel. Ezekiel, we see his story in Ezekiel uh, chapter 37. And I want to show you something about Ezekiel. Because Ezekiel is placed in a situation where he has to set it off. You and I have been placed in a situation where we have to set it off. Listen to me. Listen to me. You are not waiting on God to do anything in your next 12. In your next 12, he's waiting on you. And I need you to make this declaration. Say, I will not delay. Mm. Come on. I need you to say that with some authority. Say, I will not delay. Ezekiel 37 and 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me. Now, take this out. Ezekiel's name means God, listen to this, will strengthen. Now, that's deep to me. Why is that deep? It doesn't mean he's strong. It means when he's setting something off, he's going to feel weak initially. But then while he's doing it, God's going to bring the strength. And for some of you, it seems big now. But I need you to take the step. Because when you take the step, he's going to add strength as you step. You missed it. As you step, he'll add strength. As you step, he'll add strength. And some of y'all are saying, well, I just feel too weak. As you step, he'll add strength. Somebody say, he's adding strength to me. Look, 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 look. look. God will strengthen you. He's not going to give it to you up front. For all of you all who pray these prayers, Lord, if it's you, flash the lights. That ain't happening in your next 12. God says, I gave you every flash of light you needed in 2020. I gave you every confirmation you needed in 2020. I made everything clear. Into I cleared your whole schedule so you didn't have time to do nothing but get clarity. I cleared your whole life so you didn't have time to do anything but get confirmation. If you ask me for another confirmation, say, he will strengthen me. I don't want you to see this. Let's go. And he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. Now, now this is interesting because uh, in this, we have to set it off spiritually first. Everybody listen. And your next 12, if you set it off spiritually first, no matter what the situation, you're going to be good. Here's the problem. Most of us try to be other things first before we're good Christians. You try to be a good wife first, a good husband first, a good this first. And God says, if you will be a good Christian first, everything else will fall into line. Let me tell you what's going to get your family together when you're together. Let me tell you what's going to get your money together when you're together. God says, if you set this off spiritually first, then everything else is going to be taken care of. And what did I teach you on Sunday? 1 Corinthians 14 and 12. Since you are eager for manifestations of the Spirit, strive to excel in building up the church. He says, since you're so spiritual, evidence of your spirituality is in you building up the church. And I taught you five T's. Everybody say five T's. I taught you five T's to do that. Number one time, that's your faithful church attendance. In your next 12, you can't afford to not be in place. In your next 12, I don't care if you got to stream it. I don't care if you got to roll over and watch it. I don't care if you got a roller set in your head right now with a pink robe on. You cannot be out of your seat. Got it? Here's the next T. Talent. That's serving in church. You have gifts, talent, skills, and abilities that God says, I want to use. Many times you will use those things for other places, for other businesses, for other things, and never use it to advance God's church. And in the next 12, God says, I want you to use your talent to build what I'm building. Because if you handle my business, God says he'll handle your business. For everybody connected to Harvest, hear me clearly. Everything we need is already in the house. Let's go. Whether that be in Denver, Atlanta, or digitally. The truth is I shouldn't have to reach out to anybody because everything we need should be in the house. Somebody say, God, you get my talent. 
Come on. And then your thirst, that's your prayer, your praise, and your worship. Hear me, in your next 12, you cannot afford to be cheer-led. If you're waiting on them to say, clap your hands, you're already late. If you're waiting on them to sing the song, you're already late. Matter of fact, we're going to practice in this room right now. On three, I want you to give God your greatest praise tonight. Why? Because I don't need a praise team to get me to do what I owe him. One, two, three, go. Come on. This is what I owe him. This is what I owe him. And he's been good. And he's been faithful. I don't need nobody to tell me to clap. I'll clap on my own. I don't need nobody to tell me to shout. I'll shout on my own. If it had not been for the... Somebody holler, I owe him praise. Watch this. <laughs> in your next 12, in your next 12, in your next 12, in your next 12, listen. Say my prayer, my praise, my worship. In your next 12, be careful that you don't have to go through hell before you holler. Be careful that you don't have to go through unnecessary pressure before you praise him. The Bible says that if you don't do it, he'll make a rock do it. In other words, God says, I'm not going to say, if you don't want to clap, that's fine. I'll have an inanimate object do it, but I'm not going to beg you to give me what you owe me. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And for some of you may think, well, I'm just not that emotional. See, that's where you got to twist it. Praise is not emotional, but I can't praise and not get emotional. See, what I'm doing is not an emotional thing, but, but watch me. But I can't do it and not get emotional. Why? Because I just think about how he died and he didn't have to. How he kept me and he didn't have to. How he protected me and he didn't have to. He's been a good father and he did not have to be. So don't you judge somebody that's a hollower. Don't you judge somebody that's a screamer. Don't you judge somebody that's a runaway. You don't know when they were in their lowest point. So don't you criticize them when they're giving him. Time, talent, thirst, here it is, treasure. It's faithful tithing and giving. I have never seen a faithful giver lack. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Uh, tithing, that's the first 10% of everything. And your next 12, make a decision that God's going to be first in my finances. Make a decision that, look, I'm not fighting with God over something he gave me. 90% blessed is better than 100% cursed. And what you have, he gave it to you anyhow. How are you going to fight with somebody to give them back a little portion of what they gave you in the first place? What does that do? That keeps him first in your finances. I need you to do that. Why? Because in the next 12, you need to hear me. You're sitting next to somebody that their next 12 will be their best financial 12. I'll prophesy it again. There's some of you that are five-figure earners. You're going to six. There's some of my six-figure earners, my entrepreneurs. You're going to seven. You're going to be the first one in your bloodline that has seven zero. Yep. Play with me if you want to. First Samuel 3.19, and the Lord was with Bishop and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Why do I need it? It's not about cash, cars, and clothes. It's because I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. You ain't going to be asking nobody for nothing. You're going to be the one saying how much you need. Somebody holler, I'm blessed. All right, look, look, look. Then your testimony, inviting others. Who knows Jesus because of you? In your next 12, God says, if whatever I do for you, I want the glory out of it. So somebody needs to know me because of you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right, let's review. Say time, talent, thirst, prayer. That's not a T. I'm just making sure y'all with me. Time, talent, thirst, 
treasure, testimony. All right, so notice, let's go back to the scripture, Ezekiel 37 and 1. And the Lord brought him out, and the Lord brought him out, and then the Lord sets him. Look at the scripture, and he brings him out in the spirit. Say, I'll set it off spiritually first. Let's go to the next verse. And in the next verse, let's look. And he sets me down. Here's where this thing gets stanky. In the middle of a valley. God, how am I being spiritual and I'm in a valley? How am I putting you first and I'm in a valley? How, how is it that I'm finally doing right by you, God, and it seems like everything's going wrong for me? Is there anybody where you've ever been in a place in your life where you were like, it seems like some of these heathens out here being blessed? And I, I wish you'd be honest with me tonight. I ain't judging nobody. I just want to keep it 100. Like, God, it seemed like, look, the good guys don't seem like they're winning, God. He's spiritual. And the Lord sets him in the middle of a valley. Wow. Now, why does the Bible take the time to tell us it's the middle? Say, why, Bishop? Because it's the same distance from start to finish. The middle of a thing means if I choose to go backwards and have a repeat of 2020, that's the same distance as if I choose to go forward and set this joker off. You're sitting next to somebody that ain't walking backwards. You sit next to somebody that's about to set it off. Open your mouth and say, I'm setting it off. You have come too far to go back to a dysfunctional relationship. You have come too far to go back into debt. You have come too far to go back into depression. You have come too far to go back into fear. You have gone too far to come back to an anxiety. You have gone too far to go back into panic. You have gone too far to start doubting him now. Somebody say, I'm too far in this. I rebuke every part of you that quits. I rebuke every part of you that wants to give up. I rebuke every part of you that says it's not worth it. I need you to know it's about to be worth it and some. You're going to be so glad you didn't commit suicide. You're going to be so glad you didn't shut it down early. You're going to be so glad you didn't make that decision out of emotions. Somebody say, I'm about to shut it off. So look, so look, the Lord sets him in the middle of a valley. Same distance from start to finish. Who puts him in the valley? God does. Let me tell you why there's some prayers you've prayed and you've seen no answer. You cannot rebuke God. You have prayed something and you were like, God, how you answer? I prayed four prayers. How you answer three of them and this one? Come on, we're the honest people. Come on, wave at me. Right? Online, do the hand with emoji in the building. You can actually wave your hands. Some of y'all are so used to doing the emojis that you like doing thumbs. What's this? Watch this, watch this. Like, okay, God, how did you do those things? I know you heard me. Because you did those things. But how is this thing undone? Because when God puts you in a valley, the only way out of it is to set it off. If you stop, you're going to stay there. And for some of you, listen to me, you feel like you've been in a valley for years. That's because when you were put in the valley, you started praying to get out of it instead of praying, what can I get out of it? You started praying for it to change instead of saying, let it change me and make me better. 
God sets him in a valley. So the Lord puts him there, and I want you to look at what the Lord puts him in. Y'all still with me? It was full. Great. No. Because what is it full of? Dry bones. What does that mean? Assembly required. God says, I'm going to put you in a valley where all of this stuff that you had arranged now has to be assembled again. He told you a little puzzle up. And now it has to be assembled. God didn't give you the tree. He gave you the seed. He, 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 he didn't give you the finished product. He gave you the pieces that you would need in order to make the product finished. See, for many Christians, you get frustrated because you pray, and he actually answered you. You were just expecting him to answer you in a different way. So you said, God, I want you to give me victory. He said, great, let's go to a valley. Because the only way I can answer this prayer for you is if you do the assembly. And for some of you, you feel like, Bishop, I just don't know where to start. It starts with the instructions. If you're like me, when you get something new, you call your team over to put it together. No, um, <laughs> there's only a couple times. All right, listen. Listen, just a couple. Listen, I see the instructions. Who else is like this? Well, you see the instructions, but in your mind, you're like, but I, I can tell. I got my tools, you know, and I'm going to put things together. I'm a handyman, handy lady. Got my tools. And you start putting stuff together. You start working on stuff to only discover, why are these extra four screws? <laughs> Y'all going to lie like that in church? What are these extra four screws here for? Yeah, they must have put some extra in there just in case. No, everything's good. It's good. No, see, look. No, it's good. It's sturdy. Ain't nothing going, that ain't going nowhere. Say assembly required. Let me tell you what you're about to assemble in your next 12. I'm literally telling you what's about to happen January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Somebody say assembly required. Everything you need, you already acquired in 2020. And 2021, you're about to set that sucker off and put it together. Mm -mm, mm -mm, I need some faith in this room. Everything you needed, you've acquired in the last several decades of your life. But in the next 12 months of your life, somebody say, it's finally coming together. That's a word for somebody. Say, it's finally coming together. I, this piece is coming together. That piece is coming together. I'm going to go there in a minute. Look at verse 2. So where does God put him? Say a valley. Come on, talk to me. Say a valley. So look at verse 2. Then he led me around all these dry bones. What did he do? Led around in Hebrew means he made me circle it. He took me in a circle. And see, you're the type of person that likes progress. 
So this circle had you feeling some type of way. Because you were like, I can't even believe I'm dealing with it. Where the real people at? I can't even believe I'm having this conversation. I can't even believe they did me like that again. I can't even believe I forgave them and they did it again. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I can't believe I'm circling this. He, he made you circle it. And then, then look, next thing, next thing, next thing. Then, then he made you go among them. So not only did I have to circle them, but now I'm caught up in it. I was trying to just stay out of it. I said I wasn't going to text her back. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I said I'm not going to email back. I'm not going to Facebook back. I'm going to be the bigger person, and I'm going to take that. When they go low, I'm going to go high. But you know what? They didn't brought me in this mess. Now, I already dealt with the circle, and now you got me caught up in it. Now I'm caught up in my emotions. Now I'm caught up in feeling like I was used. I'll come down your row eventually. Now, 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 now I'm caught up in feeling like that was a dumb decision. Now, now I'm caught up in feeling like I shouldn't have even done that in the first place. Now I'm caught up in thinking I should have cheated. That's what I maybe... He made me circle them. Then he got me caught up in them. Who did that? The Lord did. Well, who made you get caught up in it? The Lord did. No matter how hard you tried to avoid it, who caught you up in it? The Lord did. No matter how much you said, I'm going to just mind my business. You got pulled into other people's stuff. Somebody say, the Lord did that. And behold. I got a circle. I'm caught up in it. It's a lot of them. Very many. The bones initially represent problems. Trouble, trouble. All right, look. But here's what you need to know. More problems mean more purpose. He could trust you with all this. And realize that even when you had to go in circles and even when you got caught up in it, he knew that you were going to follow the next instruction that came to tell you what to do with it. Because for some of y'all, you feel like you're Ezekiel right now. Who am I talking to? You feel like there's some areas of your life right now where you're like, God, I circled it and I'm caught up in it and I can't believe this. It's very many. Why do I have to get caught up in it? Because when I get caught up in it, I'll discover that there is other problems and other things. Wait a minute, where'd that come from? You have to get caught up in it so you know how deep you have to go to fix it. You wouldn't have known you hadn't dealt with your insecurity until you were caught in it. You wouldn't have known that you hadn't dealt with your fear until you were caught up in it. You wouldn't have known that you believe, but there's some parts of you that don't believe until you were caught up in it. And here's what I need us to thank God for, that he made us circle it and he made us get caught up in it because we're about to set it off. Yeah, I need you to be grateful for what happened because somebody said, I'm about to set it off. So look, 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 look. More problems, more purpose. All these bones, hip bone. Neck bone, all these bones. 
and they're on the surface of the valley. And behold, <laughs> behold, they were very dry. In other words, you ever, you ever had a moment in your life where you just felt dry? Let me see if I can say it another way. You felt blah. Okay, nobody knows anything about that. You, you just felt like, you know what? I... It's 4.30 in the afternoon. You laying in the bed, ain't showered. Y'all ain't going to. See, you can get to a place in life where the problems around you, you begin to take on the spirit of them. So because your problems, watch me, make you dry, you become like your problems. So now all of a sudden, because your problems are for people with bad attitudes, now you got one. You can take on the spirit of what you're dealing with. So, so listen, say it's a lot of bones. Talk to me all I'm almost done and say they're very dry. Now, here's the deal. On the surface, you think, mm, that's a lot of bones. But in the Hebrew language of our Bible, which is the Old Testament is written in, bones come from this word etzem. And etzem has some interesting meanings. You ready? Let me show you what God made you circle. And let me show you what God made you get caught up in. Number one, yourself. The word bones means self. So while Ezekiel is looking at the bones, the word bones there actually means he's looking at himself. In other words, I never see the right picture of me until I have a problem to show me to myself. You will never discover who you really are until you're standing in the front of, in the face of something that's challenging who you are. That's why the enemy said to Jesus, if you are the son of God. In other words, problems come to make me doubt who I am. Because if I don't know who I am, I won't know what to do. But oh, you sit next to somebody that they had to deal with themselves in 2020. They were quarantined. They couldn't be around other people. They were isolated. And God says, now look at yourself and deal with yourself. Because in your next 12, you're going to be your best self. But then look at the next meaning. It means the same. It means the same. The valley of dry bones, the valley of me, and the valley of the same. In other words, God, why am I dealing with this again? Why am I facing this again? I left church on 10, and now I'm... Why am I dealing with the same thing? Why am I having the same conversations with the same people? Valley of self, valley of same. Look at this next one, valley of pains. So what is Ezekiel looking at himself? He's looking at the same situations, and then he's looking at the, his pains. Say his pains. Now that's interesting because pain isn't singular. Pain is plural. Which means I have to be in pain in multiple places at the same time. And I can't even rebuke it. I just have to deal with it. Because who put me in it? He did. Which means who allowed the pain? God did. But Isaiah 66 and 9, New Century says, In the same way, I will not cause pain without allowing something new and better to be born. In other words, if I'm in a valley, victory's right in front of me. And if I'm in pain, something new is about to be born. Something new, somebody say, and better. Because you can have new, but new not be better than the old. Listen, you ever got an iPhone update? 
You Android people don't say nothing. You ever got a maybe got an iPhone update and you were like, this is new, but this is not better. God says, no, 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 no. In your next 12, it just won't be new. It's going to be better. Why? I allowed some pain in your 2020 so I could birth something new and better. Somebody say, it'll be new and better. So listen, I taught you this on Sunday. Listen, we're almost there. Say pain. Pain is an unpleasant sensory or emotional experience, which means pain is subjective to a person because what's painful for one can actually be pleasurable for another. So, so pain, everybody doesn't deal with pain the same way, which means my pain threshold can be stretched. Let me tell you what happened in 2020. He stretched your pain threshold so you would learn to deal with more so you can handle more. See, notice you went through some stuff this last 12 months that had it been 19, you probably would have snapped, cracked, and popped. But in 2020, he's, I wish... There were some people in here where you watch God stretch your pain. In other words, you know what? That would have broke me 12 months ago. But baby, I took a licking, but I'm going to keep on picking. I may have been out for a minute, but watch me bounce back. It's an unpleasant sensory and emotional experience. That means to my senses it's unpleasant and to my emotions it's unpleasant. That's pain. Which means pain only exists in your mind. I'm going to say it again. Pain only exists in your mind. I'm say it one more time, pain only exists in your mind, which means if I change my mind about pain, I'll change it from pain into pleasure. In other words, when I get pain, I'll say, this is about to be good. Why? He promised me that if there's some pain, he's about to do something new and better. So that means in my next 12, whenever I experience any pain, I'm not going to trip. I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to say, this is about to work for my good. Romans 8, 28, and we know he makes all things work together. All right, look, no, 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 I'm setting it up. I'll preach in a minute. Pain can paralyze you, which means you stop doing what works. Like you were really excellent and honorable, and then you got paralyzed. You were really consistent and diligent, and then you got paralyzed. You were faithful, then you got paralyzed. Pain came in and paralyzed you. See, paralyzed means it was working before, but now something has happened that has interrupted it functioning. See, you can't be paralyzed if it was never functional in the first place. Then, not only can pain paralyze you, pain can produce poisonous pathologies. I taught you that on Sunday. A pathology means an abnormality in your thinking. So you will set fires and then be a firefighter to the uh, fires you start and then think that somebody else started the fires. You will literally be ratchet and then be mad that somebody calls you on your ratchet because you have the abnormality in thinking people are supposed to tolerate your ratchet. You'll think people, but just, this, this is how I am. Well, listen, grown people don't have to put up with other grown people's attitudes, with other grown people's inefficiency, with other grown... Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, I ain't taking no mess in 2021. God, that thing is good to me. Open your mouth and say it again. Say, I'm not taking any mess in 2021. Say, leave that at the door. It can produce an abnormality in your thinking to where you think in a way that makes no sense except to you. And when you're in pain, you'll think that's the way it is. You'll think that people are supposed to tolerate you being snappy. You think that people are supposed to tolerate because you had a bad day. Well, all of us going through something, that's no excuse to. Let's go. Pain can prong others. People that are in pain create pain for other people. There's an old saying saying hurting people 
hurt people. When you're in pain, you can easily identify it because you bring pain. When you leave, people aren't better, they're worse. People like to see you going versus see you coming. Pain can ruin your perception. What does this mean? You don't see things properly. You don't see things properly. Uh, let me see. You got glasses? You got glasses? You got glasses? Okay. Come on, come on. No, come on up. Come on up. Come on, Blue. Come on here. Come on. You ready? All right. Okay. Now, you got your glasses on. Now, we're going to pretend like they're uh, prescription. Oh, they are. Okay. They're, come on here. Mine aren't. Listen. All right. Now, here's the deal. Now, here's the deal. Go ahead and take those off. And then let me have your glasses. Uh-huh. Hold on, let me see. Hold on, no, I got, hold on, let me get your glasses. Hold on, where that, uh, hey, hey, coat. Oh. 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 You slow. No, 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 here's my point, here's my point, here's my point. Put her glasses on. You can't see through her glasses Cause, because you're trying to wear a perception that was prescribed for somebody else's pain. And when you're in pain, you will think everybody sees it like you, but nobody sees it like that because your glasses aren't even fit. You put yours back on. Here's the other thing. Pain can produce pride. When you're in pain, can I be honest with you? No, I can't say that. When you're in pain, you can, you can be a bit much. I cleaned it up. When you're in pain, come on, you, you can be a little extra. Come on, come on. Um, um, production flow with me. Pull up Deuteronomy 22.10 for me in the old King James Version. Uh-huh. So when you're in pain, you're not the ox. There's only two animals on the screen. When you're in pain, sometimes you can be... Wait until Sunday. <laughs> when you're in pain, an ox, now this is Bible, so we cussing in that church. We ain't cussing. And listen, compared to what you say, listen, <laughs> don't get judgmental now. An ox. An ox likes to get things done. An ass likes to buck. An ox was a special designation of animal that was a legal definition of an animal, which means you couldn't just be a regular cattle. Or, or, or you had to carry more than everybody else. And when you're in pain, you're not your strongest. When you're in pain, you're your worst. Can we be honest? You're snappy. You're moody. You're emotional. You slam stuff. Oh, here it goes. You don't respond to messages quickly. You got an attitude with people. 
People speak to you in you. So check this out. Ezekiel's in a valley, everybody listen, where he has to deal with all of that emotion of being in pain at the same time. A valley of himself, a valley of the same, and a valley of pain. That sounds pretty bad. And if we're honest, your last 12, you had to deal with yourself. You had to deal with a lot of the same, and you had to deal with some pains. But everybody on three, holla, but God. One, two, three. Because there's two more definitions of bones in Hebrew. The next definition is, here it goes, strength. Well, in other words, if I handle myself the same and my pain the right way, what made me suffer actually becomes my source of strength. See, let me tell you something. You're not as weak as you used to be. You're not as passive as you used to be. You're not as... Y'all going to talk to me? Somebody say, I'm stronger now. I'm, yeah, you've been through a lot, and, and for a while you were dealing with that on a low level. But God took you through 2020 so that you would get some strength out of it. So what hurts you deepest is actually what helped you the most. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say, I'm stronger now. See, you got, you got, for some of you, you had the biggest betrayal of your life in 2020. So, so now, so now when people talk about they're going to do you wrong now, you're like, look, I didn't been through the worst. If I didn't been through that, listen, what, what is this? If I've been through that, what is this? But somebody said there's another definition. I'm teaching for a moment. There's another definition. Thank you. There's another definition. It means wood. Uh-uh. Y'all don't get it. I set you in a valley to deal with yourself, to deal with the same, to deal with pains. So I could give you some strength so you could set it off. Because what do you need wood for? To build? What do you need wood for? To develop? Somebody say, I'm setting it off in 2021. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All of this, he says, I want to use all of this to actually build something from. So you'll be able to say, you meant it for evil. But God turned this thing and he turned it for my good. And now, every time I look at my valley, the only thing I see is God. The only thing I see is how he used it. The only thing I see is how he's getting the glory out of it. I was mad as heaven, hell, and earth when I was in it. But now when I look at it, all I see is God all over it. In other words, I'm not even mad anymore. I'm not crying anymore. I'm not upset anymore. Why? Because it's wood. It's working for me. And I'm about to set it off. Somebody say, in 2021, I'm going to set it off. So let me show you how you're going to do that. Can I show you how you're going to do that? Got to be practical. Come on, we got 10 minutes before we're there. I need you to get this real fast. I'm just telling you what's going to happen in your next 12 months. You can take this to the bank. All right? All right, check this out. Look at verse 3. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? 
God, you put me in it to make me deal with myself, to make me deal with the same, to make me deal with pain, so that will become strength so that I could set it off and build something. It was wood. I was going to construct something. I was going to build something. And you're going to ask me, can these bones live? And I answered, oh, Lord God, you know. When you look at that, it sounds like he's saying to God, only you know, Lord. That's not what he's saying in Hebrew. In Hebrew, look on the screen. He's saying to God, you know this. Uh-uh. You missed the inflection. Let me help some of y'all that aren't from the south. Now, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help. Let me help. Let me help. He's not saying to God, oh, Lord, only you know, Holy Father. That ain't what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. It's not what he's saying. He's saying, he's saying, look, you already know. You know this. Uh-uh, they still ain't got it because they would be shouting different. They still ain't got it. Come on, digital family, because they ain't shouting in this building. In other words, God, I know you asked me this, but here's the deal. We already know what you can do with this. How do I know? I heard how you use the bones of Elisha that when somebody hit his bones, it brought somebody that was dead back to life. So in other words, what I'm facing is nothing too hard for you because the same God that did that is going to be the same God that's going to do. I need you to open up your mouth and say, you know this. He's not, he's not saying it like a question. He's saying it like a statement, like you already know. You know this. Like somebody asked you, you eating after church today? <laughs> you already know. I don't even understand why you asking me a question you know the answer to. But everybody listen, here it is. Your answer, the reason he asked you is because your answer is your decision. And for some of you, there are questions that are in your mind today that but in the next seven minutes, you got to respond to God. You know this. Come on. Open your mouth and say, God, you know this. You know this. Is it going to get better for me? You know this. Is it going to turn around for me? You know this. Am I going to recover? You know this. What do you mean my answer is my decision? Job 22 and 28. You will decide on something. In other words, God says, I hear you praying, and that's cute, but I need you to make a decision. I hear you worshiping, and that's amazing, but I need you to get up and decide. I know you're saying, I hope it gets better in 21, but I need you to be like the rest of the people that say, in my next 12, that will be my best 12. I need somebody to make a decision. Somebody say, I'm making a decision. Come on, Tonto, we're about to ride. You will decide on a matter, and it will be established for you. Check this out. God says, I won't do anything until you decide. Here's most Christians. You're afraid to decide because you don't want to decide wrong. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You will decide on a matter, and it will be established for you. And look at the next part. And light will shine on your ways. In other words, he says, once you make a decision, then the light's going to come to show you what to do. You don't know what to do now because you haven't decided. Like, you're still on the fence. 
And you can fool people into thinking that you're all in. But he knows when you're not. You can make people think that you're all there. But he knows when you are not. So here's your first decision. Say, I decide this tonight. My next 12 will be my best 12. Put this on the end. Say, ever. Look at verse 4. I got to finish. Then he said to me, he says, now that you've decided, let the light come. Let me tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you what to do until you decide. Because guess what, Ezekiel? If you don't deal with these bones, how are you getting out of this valley? If you don't deal with this pain, how are you ever going to expect to walk in purpose? You are too grown to still be hurting from that. Y'all ain't said them. And your future needs you healed. Your next 12 needs you healed. Your next 12 needs you as your best self. Then he said to me, prophesy over these bones. All this stuff. Prophesy all these bones. And say, hear the word of the Lord. In other words, what is he saying? Speak to yourself. Speak to the stuff that seems like it's a cycle. Speak to your pain. Because it's going to build your strength and establish your wood, which means you're going to set it off. Go back to the verse, please. Watch. So I prophesied, look at this, as I was commanded. Somebody say, open my mouth. One of the reasons I've been having you do that a lot in the last few months is because nothing's going to move in your life until you say something. Why didn't God speak to the bones? Because that's not the order of the earth. The order of the earth is that you have to say it. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. That's why I have you say so much. It's not for a preaching trick. The reality is it takes time out of what I got to say. It is so that you get it in the atmosphere because it responds to you. The bones respond to your voice. Your pain responds to your voice. Your cycles respond to your voice. And you listening for everybody else to say something. You need to say something about it yourself. I prophesied as I commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a sound. Here's the first thing that happens when he started prophesying. When did it happen? As he prophesied. What happened? There was a sound. Here's what that word means in Hebrew. There was complaining. When he finally started taking authority... The first thing that happens is people start complaining. How do you know you're finally doing something that might be halfway right? Everybody ain't happy about it. And I need you to be so sure in your decision that even if people start complaining, you keep prophesying. Even if people start acting crazy with you, you keep prophesying. Even if the people in your circle start messing with you, you keep prophesying. Do not be pulled back in your next 12. And then behold a rattling. Say rattling. Here's what that means. The bones start rattling literally, but here's what that means. It means there was confusion. So there's complaining and confusion. So now I'm confused as to whether or not I should have even done that. Because it's complaining and now I'm confused. There's confusion. Anybody ever felt like that? And you're like, I'm confused now. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I, I am confused. And look at this. And the bones. What's me? They begin to came together or come together. Say bone to bone. bone, to bone. Now, wait a minute. Where's the bones? Self. The same. Your pains. Strength. Wood. To build, which means you're going to set it off. Mm -mm, I don't think you understood what the Bible said. He started speaking. And when he started speaking, he came together. His pain came together. In other words, oh, that's why that happened. Oh, that's why that happened. 
That's why you did that to me. That's why you had to drop me so that I could watch God pick me up. All of these things began to come together bone to bone. Somebody say, it's coming together for me. Come on, y'all. I'm almost done. Say it again. Say, it's coming together for me. Say it like you mean it. Say, it's coming together for me. So, so look at this. Look at this. Look at verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me. Wow. Somebody say, follow the order. 2021, your ability to follow instructions is going to be very important. Because if you deviate, you're going to destroy. <laughs> you need to follow these instructions so that you can avoid self-destruction. Look, so I prophesied as he commanded me. And then breath came into them. And they lived. And they stood on their feet. An exceedingly great army. Mm -mm. It's so simple, y'all missing it. I started in this valley with me, cycles, circles, pains. They gave me strength to help me set it off. When I started, it was all scattered. When I started, I said, I don't know how this is going to work. When I started, I said, I don't know how this is going to get better. But then, by verse 10, it's not just bones no more. It's a whole army. Okay, let's catch it because we got we to gotta get to this new year. Somebody said, it's not just bones anymore. Say, it's a whole army now. In other words, what are you saying? Everything he needed for his next was in his valley. Everything you need for 2021 was in your 2020. Everything you needed to build, to build your family was in your last year. Everything you needed to build your business, it was in your last. What are you telling me? God's not going to waste anything that you've been through. He's about to use it all. Somebody say, everything I needed was in that valley. And in 2021, watch me set it off. Say it like you mean to say, watch me set it off. You're about to take what they threw at you and start building with it. You're about to take what hurts you deepest and it's about to help you most. You're about to set it off. Can I give those of you that believe that for your next 12 to put a praise in the atmosphere right? Hallelujah. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Say set it off. Say it again. Say set it off. Everything I needed was in that valley. Everything you needed was in that pain. Everything you needed was when you had to deal with yourself. And somebody say, but now I'm ready. Say, he's ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Listen. If you're in here today and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ or you're watching me online, today is your day. 
need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, wherever you're at, in this building or online, today is your day. Don't go into 2021 not having things right with God. But my digital family, you're like, Bishop, it's already two hours into the new year. That's all right. And we're going off of our time, so you ain't there quite yet. You need to become a Christian for the first time. Tonight's your night. If you've been far from the Lord and you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, tonight's your night. And you be like, Bishop, my, my relationship with Jesus is like a complicated relationship status. I don't know what it's like. If any of those is you, on three, in the building, I'm going to ask you to wave your hand. In here, in the overflows, if you're online, I'm going to ask you to do the hand wave emoji and say, it's me. Don't miss your moment. You, you've not tuned into this by accident. If that's you, on three, hands up in the building or do the hand wave emoji. One, God's coming to get you tonight. Two, don't miss your moment. One, two, three, respond right now if that's you. I see you. I see you. Come on, the hands that are being raised in this building. Online, I need you to say it's me or do that hand wavy emoji wherever you're at. Wherever you're at, come on. Everybody, everybody, pray this with me. Everybody, pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief, because of this confession that you are my Lord and Savior. I am now saved. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me in 2021 I'm going to set it off I have everything I need I got it in the valley say I'm lacking nothing I got it all in the valley say 2020 thank you you got me ready for my next 12 In Jesus' name. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or now sure, I want you to take out your mobile phone, text the word decision to 55498. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Text the word DECISION to 55498 to let us know about your decision and we'll send you amazing resources to help you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations! The rest of your life will be the best of your life. Big decisions require research. So if your teenager is considering a decision as big as joining the military, they're doing their homework. You can too by visiting todaysmilitary.com because their success tomorrow begins with your support today. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.